everybody, this is Heath Mulliken with Swoo Soul Stories, and I am so honored to be here with Joy Bryant, who is Miss Everything. And now, <laughs> we're here to talk to you today about your, your new book, God Talks Back. But first, let's just catch everybody up on, uh, you're getting ready to finish some schooling. Yes. So what are you up to now? Well, um, before you took my job, Heath, <laughs> <laughs> or I gave it to you, was I retired from Southern Wesleyan, and um, the Lord just um, opened up a door, an opportunity for, for me to work in funeral um, services, grief support services, and um, what that initially was looking like was um, working with families in their darkest times and um, utilizing my counseling skills and um, director skills and putting all of that together and a passion for ministry um, but the Lord opened a door right after I started working with Duckett Robinson Funeral Home um, where I could go back to school as you referenced and um, be certified as um, an embalmer as well as um, working on um, state uh, licensing for funeral directing yeah well uh for those of you who don't know who are just catching up or you've been on a different planet uh joy because of her work with the funeral home and a million other things uh was our alumnus of the year this year at southern wesleyan yeah and you have just done some amazing i mean we're in the middle of this pandemic people are losing loved ones so it's it's a little bit weird but you've just been able to really care for people yes and, and really combine all your skills your pastoral training your counseling training and just your love of people yes to really walk with people through dark times Heath, that is exactly what has happened when um, everyone was um, kind of hunkering down at home and having to stay put um, I became an essential worker um, mm -hmm. immediately and what um, the term that has been used often we hear about first responders in the medical field um, we are last responders and so regardless of uh, weather um, regardless of pandemics um, when when it's time to go the calls come in then we go and we go into homes we go into hospitals we go into nursing homes we go into the hospice uh, facilities all the places that are on lockdown we enter them wow wow well let's talk about now this book is not just something that has just come about this is something that has been on your heart a long time so talk about just the genesis yes. of god talks back well god talks back is actually uh the subtitle is one woman's lifetime of prayers and their unexpected answers and uh, that lifetime of prayers so this book when somebody says well you know how long have you been working on it well i just turned 50 this <laughs> year and so the stories um are well over 40 years worth of storyline wow. And uh, each chapter is a very unique story of my life and as it relates to prayer. Um, a prayer that I prayed as a child, prayers that I prayed as a teenager, prayer that I prayed as an adult, and then um, the answers to some of those, or actually answers to all of those. The difference from one chapter to the other is some prayers are answered um, just instantly and others have taken up to 30 years. Wow. So as you were going through your life, I mean, it, it's it's obvious you kind of kept track of that. So what made you, through your life, keep track of all these prayer requests? Well, it's not so much the uh, prayer requests, it was life experiences. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a journal girl, even as a kid, and I never really had been writing 
for others to read, I would actually put warnings in the front of my journals because my journals were a way of expressing what was going on in my life. And some of the times that was good and exciting and fun. And other times it was very uh, dark and difficult and, and, and the, the difficult times of life. And so I would make a little note in the front of my journals that said, warning, these were really not intended for you. If you read these, read right. at your own risk, yeah. um, because I may be talking about you <laughs> <laughs> in this journal, because that was really one of my ways of um, uh, relaxing and releasing that emotional stress yeah. that comes with ministry, yeah. that comes with life, with a mom, being a mom, being a wife. Mm -hmm. And, um, and writing was just one of those um, release pressure release points. Um, so when when this when I was preparing to retire from Southern Wesleyan, um, the thought was, what are you going to do? Um, a lot of folks says, well, you're really too young to retire. And um, my thoughts were, well, I just felt like God had something different, and He had released me from my love and and purpose that had been complete. Right. And so when it was complete, he had another plan, but he didn't tell me what that plan was. Right. So when folks would say, Joy, what are you going to do when you um, retire from SWU? The answer was, whatever God has for me. But one of the projects is I'm working on a writing project. And so the hope was it would turn into a book, um, but there's a lot that goes into writing a book. So. The, the short answer to uh, how long and how long I've been working on it, well, it's a lifetime of stories, but it took about two years to put together. So when you, when you got to that point of, okay, I need to collect these stories, I need to start writing like, I mean, I know that's a very complicated process. Yes. But what was, I know you, you self-published this book. Yes. Through Amazon. Amazon. Hey, by the way, Amazon.com. Yes. Search for Joy Bryant, Kindle version. You can, we've got mm -hmm. the physical copy here if you're watching on the video. And we've got a uh, exciting announcement about these physical copies. Yes. Here in a little bit. That's right. So, we were talking the other day. I just started writing, and it is daunting. Yes. Because there's... You think there's like a thousand hoops you got to jump through. What made you decide to go the self-publishing route? Well, um, I started writing um, not really knowing how I was going to publish it, but I just knew that it was time. And the first draft was in journal form. It was not typed out. It was wow. handwritten. Um, every, every word, every chapter, long form, and it was the stories. And so what I would do, um, because it was, it started coming almost like a flood mm -hmm. of information. Yeah. And, um, and so when I was thinking, what, what's the, um, what's the, the thread that ties all of this together? It was always prayer, prayer and answers to prayer. And so I started thinking through, you know, what, what are some of those, um, pivotal points in my life where God showed up in an unusual way. And um, what I was finding is that there was a group of prayers that happened when I was a child. There was a group of prayers that happened when I was a teenager. And then a number of things has happened as an adult. And so each morning, um, 
the Lord started waking me up earlier and earlier and earlier. And so, you know, six is pretty normal, but this started becoming um, 5.30 and then five and then 4.30 oh, and wow. then four. And I couldn't wait to get up and I was yeah. beating the alarm clock up and then I would go in, I would have devotions and then I would start writing. And I was writing a, about two hours every morning. I was exercising, I was writing, I was doing all devotions and still at, um, at work early. What? And so I was like, this is so, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but when people say, I don't have time to write, I'm like, I didn't have time. I mean, there was absolutely no time in a day to do a project like this, working full time. Yeah. Um, and then, as you mentioned earlier, not only working full time, even after I left SWU, I was still working full time in, in funeral services. So right. that was a full time job. And then I returned to school. Yeah. And so I added another 15 to 20 hours of travel time, study time, and class time on top of a full time job and getting this book published. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, so if, you're, if you're listening to this, Joy basically blew all your excuses out of the water. There's no it. excuse. If God calls you to it, He will give you the passion yeah. to follow through. And I think obedience would be the word, Heath, that I would mm. want to just hang on to because um, I had another writing project that I did, but I never published it. And it was, um, it's still there, and yeah. I, that may be you know next year's goal to move that forward but it's a children's book okay. um that i had uh, done uh, several years back but it just it just never made it to amazon or, or a print product or, or whatever but what happened in the process of um, going the self-publishing route um, is that I connected with a group of authors, over 3,000 authors, and so I did not walk this along. So there, there are certain goals and certain ways you can do a self-publishing experience without doing it alone. Right. And so I did not do this alone. <laughs> it was a lot of people who came alongside me who um, walked with me through the uh, the technical side of writing, the passion of getting the words down, that's the easy part. Putting them into um, a format that others can read uh, and understand and that would not make any English teacher cringe in their, uh, in their shoes was, was the hard part. Right. So, I mean, you're talking about getting up crazy hours. Uh, <laughs> You have such a great family. How did uh, Robin, your husband, and yes. Brandon, and Robbie, your boys, how was their support for you throughout this whole thing? Well, for a long time, they didn't know what I was doing. Oh, wow. Um, they, you know, I was, I was probably more than halfway through the project um, when I said, do you know what I've been doing in the mornings when I'm up writing? They just thought I was doing devotions right. and studying and, um, and going through life, really. And, um, and they were like, are you writing in your journal? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yes, but there's more to it than that. Um, I'm actually, I'm writing a book. Wow. And they're like, you're what? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to write a book. And I think I'm gonna publish it. And they're like, oh, okay. And yeah. so I don't think they knew what to say to that. Um, as most of my family and friends, other than they, they were like, you're gonna, you're gonna write, we're gonna know a writer. Yeah. So it became more about 
other people being excited for me that they knew me and then there's so many um because this is not a a story anyone else could write Heath. these are my stories and so when others read the book they find themselves in these stories because my life is about uh, family is about god it is about my friends and you find all of that in this book and um and it's um several of these stories we are being you know you're interviewing me today in liberty i grew up here in liberty and so um it's really great to know that there's so many people that i reference in this book that live in this town and so it becomes more of a um a stamp of look liberty you made a difference in my life and the people in this town have made a difference in my life um, from a prayer warrior standpoint and from deep long-term friendships that were developed when my parents divorced we moved to this town and so because we were in this town then God has prepared a way for uh, for me to share some of those stories of what happened once I got here well speaking of Liberty before we get to my last question we're going to be we're, we're recording this on october the 30th but we're going to be here november 14th we're, yes. we're, we're recording this at the solid grounds coffee shop in downtown liberty yes. and we're going to have a book signing what time is the book signing signing on the 14th it is at one o'clock it is a saturday november the 14th at one o'clock um it is the first public event for um meeting the author and signing autographs right. we've had um a lot of folks that have went ahead and purchased their book on amazon.com and so that I've gotten calls joy I'd like for you to autograph my book yeah. I'd like for you to autograph, and I'm like okay well we can meet up and there's this great little coffee shop in Liberty so once that thought started and those conversations started um, I came here I met with um, um, some folks um, but a friend of mine um, Pat Crow she and her family live here in Liberty they are friends with the owners here um, um, that's Debbie and Gary Chapman big shout out for uh, for them and um, they said we would love to host um, this first um, book signing and so they are the host and they have events here you can even maybe (laughs) see folks coming and going they have a big event here tonight um, and that's what's happening they're setting up for that and um, and so we're just very grateful to be a part of that that's well that's gonna be a great thing so we're actually gonna set up uh, an event page for that so come on out that day Uh, go ahead I'm I told Joy when I got here my my book is supposed to be waiting on my doorstep from Amazon when I get home and uh, so yeah I'm gonna be here that day and come out and we're gonna support a local business Yes. support a local author and we're going to have some great stories it's yes. going to be a fun fun time well and he i am honored uh, to be an alumnus of southern wesleyan and i am over the moon of being selected as alumnus of the year for 2020 and that has been just unbelievable for my heart and my soul um, and i am excited that for folks who maybe they don't uh, purchase online mm-hmm. that we will have um, um, a limited supply of books here on november the 4th and you can purchase your book right here and get it signed and I would just
can't wait to meet you, to see you, to connect with old friends and new friends. And we're going to do a giveaway. So uh, between now uh, and November, the, the, the day of the signing, if you are listening to this on Facebook and you share the post, if you share this post, we're going to enter your name into a drawing and we're going to give away a book and uh, just to support Joy. So the last question uh, that I ask uh, all the authors I've been interviewing, because I've been amazed. I guess I shouldn't be amazed because SLU has some amazing people. Yes. But there are so many people from Southern who have written books and I, I've had you know pleasure to interview them. But I always ask them, what is your hope and prayer for your book? Because you know God plants the seed inside of you, it comes to fruition, and then you just kind of put it out there and it's like, you're, you're almost waiting yeah. for the reaction. So, But what's your mm -hmm. prayer for what God well, does through your book? The goal for this book, from the very beginning of the introduction all the way through to the conclusion, it is um, asking individuals where they are in relationship with God. Um, do you have a relationship? Um, is it a strong relationship? Or is it strained? Or is there no relationship? And no matter where you are in that journey, um, this book can help you answer some questions about who is God and does He really listen when I pray. And so the ultimate goal is that as folks are reading, that uh, at the end of every chapter there is a personal prayer and that they can find themselves in the prayer. And oftentimes um, when I'm going through things, um, or someone has going through, it's like, until you have enough strength or faith in yourself of what you can have that conversation with, then you just lean on my faith until you're strong enough to have your own faith. Yeah. And my goal is, and my prayer, is that folks would lean on the faith of the little girl in this mm -hmm. book, who would grow with the teenager in this book, and who would stand strong with the adult in this book. That, that God is real, that there is a personal relationship there, and that the same God who answers my prayers will answer your prayers and answer other people's prayers, whether that is a physical need, an emotional need, or a spiritual need. And that's the goal of this book, God Talks Back. Well, this book is an answer to prayer, I know, for joy, and I uh, hope it leads to lots of other answered prayers. So again, you can uh, pick it up on Amazon. If you look in the show notes for this uh, podcast, we'll have a link where you can go and purchase that. And again, don't forget to come out uh, November the 14th, 1 o'clock, Solid, Ground, uh, Solid Grounds Coffee Shop right here on Front Street in downtown uh, Liberty. You can, again, come support a local business. Come support our alumnus of the year and new author. And hopefully, you heard her. Maybe this isn't the last book. And maybe it's not the last book. <laughs> so, uh, Joy, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, just for the opportunity to do this. And we're looking forward to the 14th. Thank you so much. And thanks for the opportunity to just give a shout out to to my beloved SWU that um, really made a difference in my life as a young girl and as an adult woman. Um, I will always be grateful for the people of Southern Westland and to be able to um, know that 
that SWOO was a part of my life when I was a young girl struggling to figure out who I was as an adult and then going from there. So thank you so much, Heath. Well, thank you for listening to SWOO Soul Stories where we're always looking for uh, what God is doing in your life. And so for everybody out there, this is Heath Mulliken and with Joy Bryant, and we'll see you soon. All right.